Moving to different countries is a story. Let's talk about it. Today I have a very special uh, guest and a dear friend of mine joining me. Uh, her name is Nitsan. She is a wonderful soul and she recently moved to Miami. And for those of you who don't know, I moved recently to Morocco as well. And by recently, I say like, I mean, like 10 months ago-ish. Uh, but yeah, that happened. Uh, we're gonna tell you guys about our views and experiences of moving to different countries, the differences between our home countries and uh, our current uh, places of living. If that makes any sense. But yeah, let's hop right into it. <laughs> So, Nitan and I met during a uh, project, uh, a couple a couple of, uh, actually it was last summer, and uh, we did a project together and uh, we met, we'll be talking about this a little bit later, but she is also in the restaurant industry, uh, an amazing, amazing soul, and uh, she's going to be helping me uh, tell her side and her experience in moving to different countries for business, so... All right, and now I am joined by my best friend, shall I say, Nitsan. Nitsan, how are you? Hey, Jimmy, how are you? I miss you so much. Oh my god, I miss you too. I just want to give you a bone-breaking hug. <laughs> Come on, baby, give it to me. Bring me some bones, you know. <laughs> So, Anitan, I want you to tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. All right. So, um, my name is Nitsan. I'm 32 years old and I'm single, by the way. So, offers will be lovely. Um, no, I'm joking. But I'm not. But, uh, <laughs> fuck that. I, I, need, I need a date. I need someone to fuck. All right. Um, so, I mean, uh, the hospitality industry in the past almost nine or ten years uh, i've been started as a waiter uh, in a, one of the best chef restaurants in israel uh, then i was managing the restaurant i was the gm i moved to another chef restaurant i was uh, the gm straight ahead there i didn't do any process for a couple of years um and about my third year in college i decided that i want to have some time to myself. Um, yeah, it didn't happen. Uh, sad story. But but uh, yeah, and then I, I start to work. Yeah, th yeah, exactly. You want to have some yeah some some you time, but then yeah. All right. You only got you, but so, no time. No, yeah, but no time. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so I, I I moved to work as a bartender in a cocktail like a craft bar. Uh, that was one of the 50 best in the world for the past three years. Um, the highest, I think, we were in play, like, number nine. Um, and then I started to manage the bars, of course, and I finished my school back, back by then, and I kept uh, working there for, after, like, for three more years. Um, and then I met a really interesting guy named Tom Aviv. Uh, we know each other for like five years or so. I, I, I'm sure you're familiar with this person as well, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a bit. A bit. Uh, just a little bit, yeah. Just, yeah. A, just a touch. I am involved so... with this person business-wise as well. <laughs> <laughs> as we all know. Yeah, uh, but yeah apparently we all are. Um, and he offered me uh, to go with him to Morocco to create a uh, Virgin cocktail menu, uh, which was almost uh, yeah more than a year ago actually, and then and that was the project that and, uh, and, that we got to know each other we, through. Yeah, exactly. Like we knew each other for so long, but we didn't know each other, but we did. Yeah, um, it was a, it was a, one of those situations <laughs> that you know and hear about someone, but you never really meet or interact up yeah. until you work on something together, and it just brings you very close. And that up was the case with us. Pick me up, you, you picked me up in the airport, and we hugged. We went straight to dinner. No for no like foreplay, no nothing. You know, straight yeah, that. straight in. We and got drunk. <laughs> yeah, it was fantastic. <laughs> and we fell in love. <laughs> yep, and my life has never been the same. 
ever since. <laughs> neither, neither, <laughs> mine, mine too. Mine never been the same. Absolutely. Um, only so, for the best. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> so um, I wanted you uh, to be here with me on this episode. Uh, first of all, you're my very first guest on the podcast, so that's very exciting. Yay! This is very exciting. Yeah. I love it. And um, I never been, I've never been first place. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you will you will be you will be. <laughs> and uh, also um, uh, in this episode today, we're going to be talking about um, the experience of moving to different countries because we, you and I, come from the same place, but we moved to completely different uh, country, completely different continents. Uh, on yeah. different sides of the world. I moved to Morocco about a year ago. Uh, it's more like 11 months ago. And you moved to Miami uh, short after. So yeah. it is a crazy experience. And let's fucking talk about that. <laughs> let's fucking talk about that. Let's talk about life. I know. Uh, <laughs> so this I, is life. This is our yeah, life. I, I want to I wanna, I wanna start kick this off with... Uh, the topic of the process of moving, uh, the before and after the f the first flight of the actual moving, you know, the one way ticket. Yeah. Like, okay, so how how was that experience for you? Um, actually, my experience was divided to two. Like, I divided to two because from one side, it's it was like I was excited, I was ready for something new to happen. Um. But from the other hand, I had a really rough time during, um, like, I didn't, I didn't really believe it's going to happen until I was on the plane, literally. Oh, yeah, it was tears. the same for me, 100%. Yeah, it's like, it's something that, and then the, the date is just, like, you know, got closer and closer, and it just all of a sudden, I re yeah, it just, it, it's happening, and in the in the last week in Israel, I think it was one of my hardest weeks um, that I've, I've, I've experienced in, in the past few years, for sure. Oh, absolutely. Um, I, I, yeah, I was, I was really emotional. I was like, I started to understand that I'm going to be far away from everything I love and loves me. And this dream became a nightmare for a few days. Like I don't, I don't want to call it a dream because it wasn't my dream to move to to move here and and do it. But I fell in love with the with the person, and I fell in love with with the idea, the job with and the, the job. With yeah. the, no, not even the idea that uh, that I'm gonna do something I really, really, really love to do, and in a different country. Like I've been living abroad yeah. in my life. This this is the third time I, I moved. But not for for like not for business. this kind of reason. Yeah, not for business. Yeah, for business. Like when I was living in Amsterdam and I was a ballerina, it was for business. But it's a different it's kind of business, it, and it's a different it's a different kind of timeline that I'm at in my life. Like, yeah, I oh was no, definitely. Twenty two back there, and now I'm almost thirty two. So, yeah, I um, for me personally, uh, like I I agree with everything you said, and. I, I said this um, on, I think, either on my last episode or the episode before, not, uh, one of the two. Uh, one of my viewers, uh, one of my listeners said, uh, asked a question, and it was like, what was some, it was some one sentence or a quote that somebody said to you and it has stuck with you and it changed the, the way you see things? And I remember the first dinner we had together after I picked you up from the airport. You said that I am. I I do what I do because I I do it for the romance. You know that's, that's so true. Yeah. Yeah, I do it for the romance, and everyone, I don't do this for the money. Everyone here laughs about me about that. <laughs> you know, but it is so real. It is very real, and it really changed my perspective on because ever since I finished high school and started working i worked in restaurants i have i don't think i worked like in a in a clothes shop once like for two months and it was that mm -hmm. that was that but it, it was like when i was back in culinary school but i've been in the industry for as long as i can remember and i have never like i've always you it's something you always say that 
hey, uh, oh, I love my job. I love what I do. I love the industry. This is my career. I'm passionate about it and whatever. But it, there's something that really stuck with me, uh, you know, when you said that um, sentence to me. And it really kind of changed and shifted the way I look at what I do on a daily basis, right? Because I'm like... I'm so happy. Thank you. It's the first time you're telling me that. Yeah, I know. I, I actually wanted to tell you that, but I, I kind of said, all right, I'll just save it up. I'll, I'll save the moment <laughs> because this is a moment. And also, yeah, it, it just really, um, you know, you know this. We do the same. We're all, all of us are guilty of the same thing. We live for this shit. We're thinking yeah. about this shit the entire day. Even when we're sleeping, we dream about about restaurants and, and service and all of that kind of stuff. It's a very overwhelming experience. It just like kind of um, takes over your brain and uh, thinking. I go days and sometimes weeks without calling back home, like, you know, my family and friends and stuff like that. And then once they call me, they're like, what happened? You haven't called in like so long. And I'm like, wait, we just like spoke two days ago. And they're like, no, that was like yeah. literally 10 days ago. I'm like, what the fuck? You know? It's wow. It, it happened it, it happened to me like with my mom all the time. So like we didn't speak for ages. I was like, isn't it was like yesterday? Yeah, exactly. Wow. Because we are so consumed in this. So like if we're not doing this for the romance of whatever the fuck we're doing, then what are we doing? You know what I'm saying? Uh, so that really stuck with me. But my process of moving uh, here to Morocco, I did some research before moving. I, I it, our stories are very very similar. I I I um, I've worked with Tom for the past four and a half years, I believe, more or less. Yeah. And also, this opportunity came uh, to the both of us at the same time, and we went for it. Now. When initially, when I was presented with the opportunity, I was like, yeah, fuck yes. Like, I didn't even think about it. But then I started to, like, kind of prepare myself to what where I'm going. Because, you know, you only know about Morocco what you hear about it and any other country. Yeah. Un unless you're there or you do some research of some kind. So I started doing some research uh, because my dates started to, to, you know, get closer and closer. Yeah. And... Um, it felt very similar to Israel in some some kind of ways, uh, but still different enough to keep it like interesting um, yeah. and and refreshing. Um, and the 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 couple the last few weeks uh, in in Tel Aviv in Israel were really difficult. Saying you know goodbyes. First of all, I realized how many fucking people I know and have friends <laughs> and are friends with. I literally had to like say goodbye to like three hundred people or something over the course of two weeks. That was exhausting. I was just glad to get on that flight and be like, bye, bitches. <laughs> you know, it was really tough. Yeah. But also, you know, having lived lived your entire life in this one country and then after like 25 years you yeah. you just getting out of there first of all you realize how much shit you have how much physical stuff you have and how much clothes you need to get rid of or you know <laughs> that kind of stuff yeah it was a fucking pain in the ass to just sort through this and decide what is essential to take and what is essential yeah. to throw wow and what are you sending back to your parents' place just for storage? Yeah. You know, it was, it's just something. And I, I, f I got onto the, uh, on the flight with four large suitcases and two carry-ons. Yeah. I literally put my entire life in those four, four suitcases. Mm -hmm. And I was like, later, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and once I arrived uh, in Morocco, it was it was a very surreal experience. Like the first two weeks were very, I remember them very vaguely. It kind of feels like a dream, uh, a very lucid dream. I don't remember it as some as an experience that I was there physically. I remember it as something that I I saw from the side. If that makes any sense, you know? Yeah. Um, so it, it was it was crazy. I. Like for me, the um, it, it, again, it's like the same thing that happens to you that you didn't believe you're gonna go to the plane until it, it actually happened. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that like because I it was like the third time that 
this is the third time I'm living out of Israel for a while, um, like Jamaica and then Amsterdam and now here. So I knew what to expect, um, ish. Mm -hmm. But like when I came here, and yeah, if you ask me about my my first two weeks, I was like, okay. So first of all, like Miami sounds like you know as everything is on the beach and everything is beautiful and yeah it's and like uh, island yeah, kind what, of vibe what you, like, what you see in the movies the mo- yes but it's i i was surprised in a good way that there are some areas that are not like that like i i live in a very historical place with trees and small houses and quiet and butterflies in the morning oh that's amazing yeah, and it's something that I, I thought that I would be stuck in a building. Yeah. And after like eight years in Tel Aviv, I got enough. Oh, I yeah, Tel some... Aviv is like so claustrophobic. It's insane. Yeah. So it's like, for me, like, the, it was like, I was sad before, but when I came and when I, now I'm actually starting to, I'm getting into the final uh, item in my process to become an official resident of the states as to get an ID. Um, and then I can do basically whatever I want. So the, the, the uh, practical process, all the, the, the paperwork and all of that, here it was much more complicated what makes me waiting to a lot of stuff. So yeah. in the past, like, let's say three, four weeks, this is like, now I'm, tr- I'm starting to be more present. Yeah. Like, because I need, like, you need to understand so many stuff, so many rules. Like, it's I don't a, know if it's you a, had, it's a new had, country. Like, the laws are different. Everything is different. Everything. The, the, the way they paid you, the way everything. It's like the, the garbage, the days of the garbage. You have blue, uh, gar- like, uh, garbage can, and you have, like, a green one, and each one has a day. Um, just, for example, yeah. Like, yeah. It's like the small I, stuff and the big stuff. Yeah, I'm like I'm coming from a place that I used to walk everywhere and and no, here you definitely cannot. I'm lucky so I live literally on the same street as the restaurant, but oh, at the same important. street they said like the next block. Yeah. Which make my life so much easier regarding everything if, even if the, the restaurant is not open yet. Yeah, like, no, it's, I'm it's, just, it's just about, convenient. Yeah, and I don't need a car f- to get to work, so it doesn't. It's not a must. Yeah. So this is so- something that okay, this is something less that I need to deal with. Um, but I think the process in the past four months, I feel much more of me. It's like there Complete. is much more. Um. There is a, there, you pay the cost, yeah? Yeah, okay. Gonna, and I'm sure you pay the cost, and we're going to speak yeah. about it, I, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. You're going to pay the cost, but still, like, I feel more myself, like, yeah. day by day. You've come, uh, you're coming full circle. Yeah, except the way I dressed, I'm kind of fit in. <laughs> Except the way you're dressed. Let's let's talk about yeah. that. So a lot of places are, you know, every country, even even sometimes <laughs> you in the same country. Do you want to talk country. about that? Are yeah. you wearing a garabia on your daily basis? No, right now I am uh, wearing a t-shirt and no pants at the moment. Of course. Yeah, no, just you close your eyes. At home. <laughs> yeah, close your eyes. Picture that, uh, listeners. You're welcome. Mm, um, next it. time is not going to be free, by the way. <laughs> Uh, there is another sentence that goes with me. Money always up front, bitch. <laughs> mm, so totally. Um, a lot of a lot of well, most of the places in the world have a very distinctive look to the people, and I'm not talking about physical appearance. I'm talking about the way they dress, the way they behave, the social they etiquette. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The way they uh, behave on the street, uh, interact with other people, you know, from saying hello to excuse me to I'm sorry to all of that. It's uh, it's called social etiquette. And it is very different sometimes even within the same country in different cities, but also like 
obviously in different countries and continents everything is different so yeah here in morocco for example well first of all the official languages are arabic and french um i personally never really thought about it but it makes sense but i never really thought about the languages because i was like yeah morocco arabic i speak arabic i come from a family i'm half syrian half lebanese um, and I was like, like, how different can it be? And it is very different. But also, yeah. the majority of the population speaks solely French. Not a lot of people speak, you know, the Arabic that I know. It's yeah. a very different version of it. And, um, and yeah, and that, it doesn't sound very, like Arabic even. Yeah, exactly. And it's very interesting. It was very challenging as well. Uh, but also, with the French language come... Uh, come all of the French social etiquette as well uh, from mm -hmm. literally sitting in a restaurant the way they set the table to the way they eat you know using the four, the utensils and, and everything else yeah. uh, to walking down the street to uh, just the way they say hello and everything I in terms of that I really felt it really took me back to Paris when I visited Paris a few years ago it's like extremely French and it's amazing but it also has that warm touch of what we know from back in Israel of the yeah. welcomeness and kindness and uh, the sense of um, and rudeness which is important uh, yeah, of course and the sense of uh, hospitality that it, a lot of the uh, quote-unquote colder countries don't have um, yeah so I'm really um, I'm really interested to to hear about your experience in this field. What is what is the social etiquette and the dress code? So basically, like? basically, if you don't have fake boobs, eyelashes, lips, hair, nails, and very high heels, you're not in Miami, girl. You're not a woman. <laughs> You're not a woman here. You're yeah. not allowed to get in. Oh my god! So and and you know me, but I'm I'm gonna tell um the other people that listen to us. I, I I if I cannot go to bed with this specific item I'm wearing, I'm not gonna buy it. Yeah, well, like it's not, it's not to be that comfortable. And I'm rocking around here, and <laughs> it it was so funny, like. Our social media um, lady, she's hilarious. I love her, Kelly. And she's like the most American in a good way. Yeah, like American, yeah. born and raised in America. And I talked to her about this. Like, listen, I'm not going to change my look because people wear heels here. And then she goes like, listen, Nitsan, you rock your style. I'm totally on it. But there are some places with dress code here. Yep. I, 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 like, I get it. Excuse me, like but, a club, like not, I'm not talking about a restaurant or a high end, like Michelin stock, like, you know, I'm talking about clubs, like nightclubs. Oh my God. Like I know it from Jamaica, but I didn't remember that. Yeah, I, I understand <laughs> and that. And, and when I was 16, I didn't mind to wear heels and tight jeans. Today, it's not going to happen. I don't fucking see you know? wearing heels. Nah. Mm -mm. Exactly. You know, it's like, it doesn't make any fucking sense. And regarding to that, and also to, to the shopping here, like I'm going to the store and I need to go to the sport area because in all the other like departments, there is nothing for me. There is yeah. nothing I will buy because, yeah, I end up like, you know, buying the same things, but which I don't mind. But like the only place I really dressed up is it's for, for service. But then I'm, you know, it's my no, show. Of course. It's, yeah, it's, I'm going to perform. You're on the main I'm stage. Going. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's a different story. And I love it. It's oh, a different yeah. story. But, um, but like, regarding to that, like, do I need to put makeup if I'm going to a restaurant? Like, the, the most high-end makeup I, I will put is, like, a mascara and maybe a lipstick. What What's easier for me at the moment? Yeah. Um, and if I'm going to fuck the guy or kiss the guy or if I'm in this situation, it's different. So I'm not going to put like lipstick. It doesn't make any sense. If I'm going to give him a blowjob, it's going to be full of lipstick. Uh. 
<laughs> so it depends. But it's yeah, not so convenient, uh, in short. <laughs> it isn't convenient. Yeah. <laughs> what isn't convenient so, does not go on Nissan. Let's, uh, no. <laughs> let's just make it clear. <laughs> yeah, just make it clear. So, but this something, yeah, that was really hard for me in the beginning. And it took me like time to release it because people here are like really going around. Like you need to listen to them for hours. Mm-hmm. And it's not their fault. They're just like that, because this is how they got raped. And the politeness is is so like they're just going around, around, around. Then they get to the point. They're like, no, no, love. just get to the point. Like, no, tell me about huh? it. It's it's the same thing here in Morocco. Actually, it's a it's a very chatty culture. They like to chat yeah. and everything everything takes longer because of that. Now I personally don't have patience. Um but like it's that, something I'm, it's I'm, something I'm, that I'm you on the learn. Way in the supermarket, like you you stand in the line in the supermarket to pay and the person next to you starts to talk to you like leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, uh, but you kind of you know, get kind of used to it and in, sometimes engage back a little bit. And it, actually, it is fun. It's not bad, but it's not something that I would do the entire time. Like every time that I'm interacting with a person, it's not chit-chat. Like, yeah, of course, hi, yeah. how are you is very required. Like, how are you doing? Like a genuine, yeah. a genuine um, how are you question is very much required. But apart from that, like, let's get down to business, especially when we're talking business. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. So that that yeah, it's like that takes you know a how lot. much time it took me like to like I I I, I literally need, needed to learn how to write an email here, like a formal a formal email. email. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah they have uh, rules like I hope this uh, you have an options. Yeah, I hope this email finds you well. Um, you need to say like looking forward or. That thanks, thank you in advance. You or need to open it, close it. What, and yeah, close it. Everything numbers like like fuck. Like I'm I'm writing to the government. I'm writing to to uh, root supplier. Yep, that's uh, that's that's uh, the way it is. <laughs> and yeah. I'm not I'm not like it's not that I, I our fruit are the best and I love the, the our fruit su- supplier. Thank you, thank you. But it's not about that. Just an example, like. I, we can talk like an email, like we can talk on the phone. It doesn't matter. It's just another option of communication. Yeah, exactly. Well, by the way, we're not coming for anyone or dissing any culture. We're just here to discuss yeah, our opinions no, not, and views. Like there should be no course, offense of taken by, from this. If you take offense, yeah, then I guess you're listening to the wrong podcast, bitch. Um. <laughs> no, but seriously, it's like it's not something. As I said, like it's not their fault. It's not. It's just different from, no, no, of course. what, from it's my different values from and the way I am carrying myself and acting. And, you know, I learn to expose my feelings when I'm feeling bad. It's okay to say I feel it's not my day today. This is the like, this is how I grew up. Yeah. And here it's like, if they, it's like they have to hide, no, like, no, why to hide? It's like so much energy and you pay. You know, you pay the taxes in the end of the day. You pay that. And yep. why it's like, especially in from the industry we are coming from, from the hospitality industry. So your daily your, your daily experience is hard enough. So if you have the option to, for example, I used to do it when I was a manager, uh, manager restaurant, a GM in Israel. And if I had a bad day, I used to come to my team and tell them, listen, I need you extra, like extra, extra with me today because I'm having a bad day. Yep, it's and that time of the month. This is like, <laughs> what? Well, yeah, this is never mind. Whatever, this is time of the month. Yeah, it doesn't I matter. Talk for like a month, I I had the fight. I didn't come last night for my sex with my boyfriend. I don't give a shit. Like I'm having a bad day, and if they they know, first of all, I'm not hiding it, so it's passing away, like. I get over it faster because I'm not fighting it, and yeah, exactly. I get help. Like it's not. It's for it's for the good of the for business, help. for the better for the better good. Yeah, for the, for the if good or better. I'm the system, so I'm the system. If in the system like feels something, the system needs to say it. Yeah, exactly. It has and to be a very so clear. People window. like not really agree with me here, but uh, I will prove them. So. 
Oh yeah, definitely. Like, it's, this is uh, the way. This is the way. Uh, I'm not this... gonna change him. I'm not arguing. Like okay, but like. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I just need to show how to do it. These kinds of uh, social etiquette and and these kind of situations, you really have to be. Uh, I'll learn to because I, when I came here at, in the beginning, I was very stubborn and I was like, no, this is not the way I operate. This is not the way I conduct business or do my or you know lead my life. Yeah, but. You know, with time, I learned that, well, you have to be flexible. You have to, yeah, it's, it's a matter of give and take, you know? Yeah. There is no, you can't, both both sides have to give in a little bit and learn from one another, you know, take the good things, leave the bad things, try to make things more efficient, more, you know, make sense. For both sense. sides. Yeah, for both sides, exactly. Yeah. Um, and and that is that by itself is a very very um, interesting challenge. Um, yeah. So another it very is. interesting challenge is the the social life because as as we talked about uh, the cultures are very different. So the way of making friends is different. The the people around you think differently. It's not. Uh, it's very diff difficult to find people to instantly click with. It's a lot harder. Uh, yeah, because we don't, we, you know, both sides don't come from the same place, so it's a lot harder to relate to one another and yeah. create a friendship off of that kind of stuff. Um, and also, we're both workaholics, so like we're spending, <laughs> we're, spend, we're spending yeah. fucking so too, too much work, too much hours at work. Uh, so uh, that leaves no opportunity for for social life, and that is something that I. Uh, personally miss a lot i try to stay in touch with a lot, a lot of the people that um you know that i know and love uh you know like you and my my family back home my friends back home and all of that as much as possible but it really does not fill that void um as it should you know it's very yeah. difficult uh so i personally my coping mechanism is video games i i yeah. i do live streams on twitch and I play video games with some of some of the people that I play with. Actually, I've known for years and years, and it's like we keep in touch. We play together uh, all the time, and they're from these kinds of different places, uh, all kinds of different places in the world. And that is kind of my coping mechanism: is social interaction through video games. So I'm yeah. sure this this case is very similar to you as well. And I want to hear how do you cope with it. So I'm gonna be completely like honest. Oh, like yeah. in the begin in the beginning, I no, it's gonna be yeah, yeah, it's not gonna be pretty. So <laughs> in the beginning, <laughs> I was be. like dying for social life, and I met this uh, dude. We became friends. He he went out almost every night, and I just went with him. And yeah, it was like for like a week. Then I really got over it. Um, and also like, I really didn't like my drink and drug using in Israel. Um, and yeah. I wanted to, to basically go less and less and less until. Yeah. Take, take, point, take this move as an opportunity to start fresh. Yeah. To, to, yeah, to, to change some and habits and yeah. Yeah. Very bad ones. A hundred percent. Um, yeah, so I really needed my me time. Like, I didn't want to go out because I didn't want to drink because I didn't, you know, so I would stay at home. But at that moment, um, I needed its time. And just like about three weeks ago, all of a sudden, I need, like, I, re I, I, I started to feel like I want some friends. And I've been blessed uh, with two people at work that, are really f like we will be friends like one of them he, she's a friend already she's uh like she's israelian but uh, american but like the mix she was yeah. like a chabad uh, before and she That's now wonderful. she's uh, not, yeah no but she, now she's like uh she's not religion and she's like older than me and she's like a sister to me and yeah but she's leaving she just came for to do the concrete, the concrete uh, part in the restaurant, and she's leaving in like a month. Yeah. Um, but I have another friend that we are creating a friendship. 
easy step by step it's not easy here to create friendships and my last saver was tinder actually yeah i started made made like i met people he like in the beginning it was like a bit like i was scared and because i i know the area i live i was like yeah but it's a lot of unknown yeah exactly it is very an an, an, an unfamiliar territory yeah so it's not like i'm going to a bar in tel aviv which is my city which is my bar yeah like you you know know, every corner you know the people's on the street Uh, it's it's different it's like graduating from high school and becoming an adult yeah (laughs) yeah really so we're going out into into life uh, with with a lot of questions a lot of you know tiptoeing around oh what's next what's what is this going to be like Uh, should i be scared should i be afraid should i do this should i not yeah so and i met some and then like i was dating like a guy that didn't really nothing didn't really happen between us so we just became friends and we're like friends we talk we see we don't see each other like we didn't see each other for the last two weeks but we talk and it's something that you can speak with someone yeah that's very um, nice because the hours different from israel and also like with you it's a little bit more easy like you you are the person i speak the most i think like also because of the hours also because i want to speak with you all every opportunity i have but Hell like yeah. <laughs> but like so it's like it's hard it, I, i'm on the other side of the world from israel <laughs> you know? yes. it's eight hours different yeah no it's uh, it's it's very it's, it's very far different. yeah it is very far it is but tinder really helped me and i didn't get late for almost like four months and then i did thank you like a week ago and <laughs> it was nice. really nice thank you um and this was also an issue like I'm not gonna it's 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 a physical need i i like one day i realized that i haven't been hugged for weeks yes yeah uh, no it, it doesn't have to be like i don't know uh, sex or whatever right now sexual it's like, it the, like to get a hug yeah it's the the most basic needs that you don't realize that that it is a need until you don't have it anymore because so I actually hear in yeah. the States, people don't, don't give hugs. And I learned, like, I taught my friend, like Kelly and, and the other people to have a morning hug. Yeah. We hug every morning. It's like, very we, important. We have, a, we have a, a, a guy that, like, he's in charge of all, everything in the complex, like, regarding to light, uh, powers, I don't know. Yeah, all the that more technical stuff. stuff. Yep. Yeah, the the back the back of the house. So he, his name is Richie Richard, and he's like I I I tell him every day, where's my hug? Where's my daily hug? And it's then he's like important. he's like he's like starting to tell me. Today he came to me. He's like I got no hug from you, girl. <laughs> I was like, you know what? You're right. True that. That's I'm awesome. Like, and I and I taught them to do that because I knew that it was very selfish, but. Everyone happy. You no, know? it's not selfish. Everyone it's a loves very... being hugged. Of course, who doesn't like hugs? Like, find me someone yeah. who is not a germaphobe that doesn't like hugs. <laughs> like, for reals, it's it's a very yeah. healthy habit. Um, but that's that's one of the things that is that. See, that is a coping mechanism. That is yeah. a fantastic coping mechanism. That and um, these in these kinds of situations, you find yourself with something that, oh. It's out of my comfort zone. I can't find the thing I'm used to or this habit that I u- I'm very used to doing. So it's either you find a way to cope or you just create it in your own space, you know? And it's really yeah. amazing. It's really amazing. Here in in uh, in the restaurant industry here in Morocco, they're very much used to a set schedule for, you know, uh, work hours. You know who's yeah. working a night shift, who's working uh, evening shift, what times, whatever. It's like one schedule, and they're working with that until I don't know the end. The end of the days. I came yeah. because we're we're used to in Israel doing a dynamic schedule that is changing every uh, week. It's a weekly schedule yeah. that changes uh, according to the the entity, the business's uh, needs, and obviously yeah. the employees' needs as well. 
so I introduced that and, you know, they came to me and asked me like, what is it? This is new to us. We don't understand this. And I was like, you know, after I explained all the benefits from this and they were like, okay, yeah, this is much better than, you know, I told them, what do you want to do? Do you want everything to be expectable? Do you want everything to be known ahead of time and become a boring routine within a couple weeks? No. Let's keep it interesting. Even even if it's it's just literally you're doing the same thing but at different times, it just breaks the routine. It's a different it's another thing that you are not doing the same every single week. It's just a little yeah. mi mixing it up to you know, keep keep us alive, to keep us going. Uh, and it's very yeah. important. So these kinds of things is are the things that you don't have but you need to either create or cope with with the lack um, of of that stuff. Um, so now that we dove into the restaurants and uh, the industry, I would like to dive a little deeper on the differences in the food, the produce, uh, the prices of of the produce in the markets and everything. Um, You're talking about wholesale or retail? Oh no, I'm talking about no, I'm talking about uh, wholesale. I'm talking about also. you working okay. with your suppliers for the restaurant. Yeah. What's available in the market? What's fresh? What's this, what's industrial? What's disgusting? What's what's different? You know. So the the basic the basically the everything is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like you know I'm talking like vegetables wise, like to find the kind of the tomato they're gonna. Like oh yeah. You have. A tomato salad in your menu like you're going through hell you're going through from like a tomato that doesn't taste like nothing it just look like a tomato it doesn't smell like a tomato and it doesn't taste like a tomato it just look oh, like that's it. really shitty and like but hey you have the great french fries <laughs> <laughs> i have i have a lot of potatoes a, a lot, lot of potatoes lot of varieties of potatoes honestly i choose. like i heard the potatoes are fucking section. great in the in the u.s like root vegetables Listen, no, in they are, they are No, yeah, all the roots here, the celery roots, even the the, the, the kohlrabi, like all the those kind of vegetables, uh, cabbage, broccoli are amazing, lettuce. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, but it's not like, yeah, this is, this is, wow, this is great. Like sweet potatoes, like all oh. kinds, oh, shapes yeah. and no, this is, this is, this is fantastic and it's fascinating because I never saw potatoes like that and when i saw it in the market i thought it's with sand on it like it's my mistake here like what's going on like i i i knew there is such a thing but i didn't know like i i How thought wide like, of I variety. Felt, like yeah like okay they, they're really bad with tomatoes and cucumber and all the rest but they're really like those are really good and those are really interesting items and because they're so good and so such an interesting items and they have strong bubbling like bombing flavors really like our red cabbage tastes here like heaven oh that's awesome and i, I and, never heard you, know, you be excited about a vegetable before <laughs> yeah no i love tomatoes this that's is my awesome. vegetable if the tomatoes, yeah, tomatoes but, are but awesome like, yeah but like it's and also um the prices are cheaper than Israel for sure. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Everything, every, everywhere is cheaper than Israel. <laughs> to find a good fresh meat that is local, for example, was challenging. Oh, mission. really? That's yeah. interesting. And also the fish, the variety of the fish they have here. I don't know why, but it's very like limited and. Hmm it's changing really fast like they have like benzinos here like all the year but like it's not the same like miami it's a it's like a city without season like you don't really have season anymore it's not like in israel that you actually have four seasons yeah yeah i get it that's so very interesting is, yeah it's very interesting regarding to the, the artois and stuff that they're growing here yeah but a lot of it actually um heavily relies on what the market consumes. Because um, I know, for example, we talk about fish, right? Here yeah. in in um, 
in Morocco, the fish scene is amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. You've been here. I mean, you know, the variety oh of fish, God. the it's quality, the freshness. Uh, it's it's really a dream. The fish, it's the seafood, uh, the 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 fucking wow, the, the lobsters. Went. The yeah, it was wow. amazing. It's amazing. It's really good quality, and it's very cheap relative to, relative to fish. Because generally, yeah. fish is a uh, is uh, a lot more expensive than meat in most of yeah. the places. But here, it's for me. Morocco, right? Morocco, Morocco is the like it, the key. It's is the king of the king, the queen. How would you want to call it? Of produce, like yeah, yeah, produce. yeah. The the like the, better the, than Israel, better than everywhere I've been in the I world. I agree. I agree because the 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 fresh produce in terms of vegetables and fruits and stuff like that is amazing. Has great flavors. Uh, most wow. of the stuff here is like grown without the pesticides spices, and stuff like that. The spices. We are actually buying yes. spices from Israel. Like we have a supplier here that like um, bring it from Israel to here. Actually, like Israelis because they. Even like the powder of cumin you buy here, it doesn't taste like, and you open it with, with oil. I'm talking about like when I'm cooking at home even. Yeah. Like you open and you open it, you open it with oil, damn, eh, you know, and there is nothing to open. Man, that's crazy because. But, uh, but the thing is, the thing is, if I'm going to grow, if I'm going, yeah, if I'm going to grow here, tomatoes, they're going to come out perfectly red in my yeah. yard. Yeah. It's very industrial because, yeah. Again, it really too, depends it's too on big. the. I don't know. You know, Americans don't the eat United vegetables. States, like no, it, because it, they don't used to. But why not? It is. It they is. Eat it is a stereotype, but it's it is true. Yeah, exactly. On burgers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but that's the thing. Is like the 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 market the the demand is what defines the market. It is what yeah. def defines the market. You, as as a coastal city, Miami, I it is very hard for me to believe that the local produce that comes from the ocean, or the local catch and fishery that comes from the ocean, has no variety to it. I'll tell you what happens. I'm telling is you. I'm telling you. I'll tell you what happens is that most of the variety goes uh, is imported oh, away. is imported yeah. to different countries that actually use it. And the only things that sell in in uh, in your region and in the states is what they keep in stock. Yeah, we we buy fish from from Mexico. Yeah, it's like it's crazy. Fresh fish from Mexico. Do you like, know that? It, you know how many fish, how many varieties of fish and seafood we had in Jamaica? You, you don't even like understand. Oh yeah, like I can, everything I can you ever dream about, everything you ever dreamed about. So Jamaica and here, it's like. Not far away. How come? Yeah, that's why I don't understand. It's the market. Like, it's it's the demand that defines the market. And they, they don't even they don't even like bring any fish from the Caribbeans, which doesn't make any sense. Because there is no demand for it. That's the thing. Here, for example, um, they they export. There is local tuna fish. You've seen this at the market with me. Yeah. Yeah. Local tuna fish, which is amazing. It's wonderfully red, um, it, like bluefin tuna, and it's really awesome. But it is not a very popular thing here. So what they do yeah. is they export it to Asia, to Japan, to places that that consume a lot more tuna. And they just keep yeah. some here. It, 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 the huge market here is whitefish, and that's what you see in most restaurants, yeah. in the markets, everywhere and uh, some seafood. But apart from that, everything else is exported. And it's the same with vegetables, by the way, back in Israel, if you if you did not know, I saw this in a farmer's group uh, on Facebook. I, yeah, I know, I'm getting old. Uh, I, I'm <laughs> in a farmer's group on, on, on Facebook uh, back in Israel. And it's just out of interest, you know, just to scroll through something. I'm apologizing. My free time. Yeah, I'm not, I, I did not apologize. Cool. I, I'm just explaining. I think it's very, I just, I think it's very cool. Oh yeah, I am explaining myself because I think everybody <laughs> should do it. Um, <laughs> Uh, they were saying that the tomatoes that are left in the um, 
in the markets and you know in the stores and everything are shitty tomatoes and all the good tomatoes are being imported exported to turkey and i bought in amsterdam uh cherry tomatoes from israel when i was living in amsterdam and how were they amazing fucking amazing right so like of course so like what the fuck you know what i'm saying like no but in israel listen i have my guy that brings there like in tel aviv i buy him like i buy in his store for years and he has an amazing vegetables you pay extra but you're eating fucking good oh yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely i'm I'm paying here i'm paying here extra for organic vegetables like tomatoes and european cucumber with no seeds extra extra because I, i want my fucking salad yeah, I know. I I completely get it. And when I'm when I say about the demand of the market and everything, I'm obviously not saying that it's impossible to find. It's just very difficult to find. It's not you're not gonna yeah, see that on the shelves of your local supermarket, and you're not gonna find no, find it on the shelf. You have to look for that kind of stuff. You have to look for quality uh, produce. Um, but yeah, that's that's really that's really insane, and it really. Um, th- this issue really sh- helped me. Well, it, it's not about help, but it really made me shape the restaurant's menu into okay, what's local here? What's good? What's not good? What's imported? What ex- what is what's what's available at what time of the year? I love kohlrabi. So what's much. the mar- what's the market wants? Like that, you know, that, we, that, we that came too. with a dream. We came with a dream and because we we figured it out and and tom did an amazing job and figured it out but we came with a dream and then the reality like showed you know yeah, exactly it's not good and bad but it's not, different yeah it's not the same it's just different yeah and yeah you know how much i love kohlrabi i can put it in every dish and here it, there is no kohlrabi yeah. so it's like i was like okay fuck i had uh, three different ideas with kohlrabi in it, and now I have to fucking change it to what's local, you know? So it really opens up your mind, and it is really an amazing ex- and an eye-opening experience of, okay, what's local, what's fresh, what's good, what's the demand? It's like more criteria that you need to fulfill in order to create something that is a success. And it is, it's as much as it is challenging, it's also very rewarding. And I really like that process because it really helped me grow and open my eyes and open my brain to, I don't know, think outside the box, if if that makes any sense. I can actually say the same thing about me, but like with me, it's more like I'm trying to do things that I never did before that I, I didn't believe like I'm trying like for example I want my bar with no garnishes minimalism you know yeah. no but the, the market and the concept of the restaurant gonna make me create something I never created before exactly it's it has so to look this nice. is this is a challenge and now I'm like actual like I'm sitting hours in Pinstead and just looking all over the internet about garnishes like and it's something that was you know supposed to come natural to me but now I'm like okay if I'm I don't know how to do it and I never did it let's take it to the next level let's let's learn let's let's learn let's take it to the next level like if I'm going I'm going like crazy let's go crazy yeah exactly it's like you know it's you're learning you're uh, researching and you're processing a lot of information so we can create and have inspiration and, you know, if, give yeah. fuel and gas to the romance uh, we were talking about earlier. Yes. To keep totally. the shit like... going. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I, I can. I, I, didn't, I didn't do a service for like four <clears throat> months and I'm, I, I'm dying. For one, oh, like, give imagine. me just one night, one night, one Girl, night to just like. Soon you'll have you'll have enough services. Trust me. <laughs> it 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 doesn't matter. I need it now. Like it's been too long. <laughs> then go fucking to uh, I don't know maybe to Palapa and do like a shift. Ah yeah, or something. of course. David, <laughs> I, I was I was asking I was saying to David like David I will do it for free. Let me just like fix a little bit the cocktails a bit. 
for free on me i don't have like i want to do it no nope. no don't get no no don't get no don't get near there <laughs> something like that <laughs> he wants it, he wants behave. you exclusive he wants to be exclusive for for uh for no Branja. he's right i get it he's no right. i get it absolutely no, of course a hundred percent of course That's not that you don't you don't mix uh, business with business no nah, you don't you don't no. you don't mix business with business you don't mix business with family um ah this is uh, this is you know that's we, 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 that's we, can, we can we cannot we cannot say such a thing you know in our position well yeah no it makes yeah okay yeah i take that back okay whatever keep <laughs> moving on <laughs> i want to talk so, about yeah. something that really really annoys me about morocco like really annoys me okay. one of the things yeah should um <laughs> The cigarettes, like, come on, man! Why are there no rolling tobacco here? Like, what is this? It's Why? isn't supposed to be Morocco, like the queen of. I know Abad. it's like it's such, it's bullshit. It's so much bullshit. Where bullshit. are where is my tobacco? I want to roll my cigarettes. I am so sick of smoking, uh, pack packs of cigarettes because it's so shitty. It's like really shitty. <laughs> I love my shitty cigarettes. I, I hate them. I hate cigarettes. I hate them. I hated them back in Israel. I hate them everywhere, and um, being forced to smoke them is just very shitty. <laughs> being forced to do anything is very shitty, darling. Yeah, I know. But um, no, don't get too deep. Trying, 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 trying. What is what is so, something that that made you feel the same way I feel about the cigarettes in Morocco? Um, I didn't get the 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 inches when you buy in, in the in the supermarket because everything is different here. It's not grams and and, and oh, milliliters. Oh yeah, it's the, the ounces pounds, and pounds and you have pounds, you have feet pounds and inches and shit. LBS ounds, it's OZ. Uh, yep. You have foot and feet and inches. And yeah, all the body parts. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, this was the most challenging, like oh regarding to yeah, live here generally. Um, I uh, I literally like in the first like or second week when I started to deal with numbers and with like uh, suppliers, mm -hmm. I I literally like downloaded an app that can co convert everything, weight. I don't know, whatever you want. Yeah, measurement like, units, all of that. Everything, everything, everything. But and this, this is also if we come back to so the suppliers, the suppliers here, there is some places that it's by each. Some some uh, items are sorry. Some items are by each. Some items that when you read the the invoice, yeah, it's two packs. Each packs contains twelve, three packs, and they don't give you the final number. Yeah, they just so they count by pieces out, or by pack or by something. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. and it's by 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 each by a piece by a like for example we have a duck leg in the menu so it's coming per leg it's not even with a weight it's oh, per man. unit. <laughs> so how am I supposed to calculate it? My fucking food cost. Yeah, no, that's 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 very difficult. But at the end of the day, you know, you do an average and move on. There's and no also about the cigarettes, it. I have the opposite uh, problem. You cannot smoke cigarettes here, almost nowhere. Yep, that is true. Uh, cigarettes are a very touchy. It's like the they have very very unfriendly un unfriendly cigarettes uh, smokers. Yeah. Uh, very very friendly marijuana smokers, but no. Um, and yeah, I cannot like, and also one thing, another thing that really pissed me off yeah. that I was in a restaurant, I went outside, like outside of the restaurant area, like completely to the street yeah. with my drink and my <clears throat> cigarette and a waiter was running after me and said, no, ma'am, uh, you cannot take your drink with you. I was like, okay. And then All he right. just took it. And okay. I was like, what? All right, all right. And then a police, a police, a police car just like, um, police officer just passed. And I was like, maybe he saved me? 
And then I came back to the table and I asked the people, like, I cannot do that. And said, oh, no. And it's like, illegal, Corey. Look at that. And in here, you don't want to fucking mess with, with police. You, you don't. It's not, an, yeah, it's not no. Israel, dog. No. Nah. Every fucking shit. For everything. <laughs> For like looking at someone the wrong gets, way. Yeah, when, I, when my brother came, oh, you know that if I'm getting, if I order something from Amazon, if I have like a mail bot, like mail, yeah, in my door in boxes, it's a federal crime. If someone is stealing it, it's a federal crime to steal oh. your mail. Federal. Hmm. Uh, yeah. This is nice. I like it. Yeah, yeah, I like that actually. That's pretty good. <laughs> you know, I had a T. I, I ordered a TV from from uh, from Target. Yeah. It was here outside outside my door for seven hours. No one touched it. A fifty inch. Green TV. No one touched it. I would be scared for my life. Yeah, and I was, and people told me, no, no, don't, don't worry, it's, it's all good. First of all, it's a, it's a secure, so like they have the picture, they left it there, and second of all, like yeah, it's all good. And I was like, that's shaking. great. And then in a point, yeah, and then I came back and it was here. That's great. <laughs> that's really great. So I love that. This is something well, I really like about here. All, all like like um, service like deliveries from every everywhere every store amazon it's like super fast i learned it i'd never order nothing in amazon ebay or online generally speaking yeah and here this is the only the, the only way the, the yeah the only way that's that's really insane that's great you order everything you don't buy nothing in the street in the shop you order everything that's perfect who needs to physically buy shit anymore I, I don't it's know. I like 2022, it. It's 2022, bitches. No, of I, I, course. But school. not all the time. I, I personally don't sh go uh, grocery shopping anymore. I just order shit and they get delivered to my doorstep. You know? What's better than yeah. that? <laughs> Seriously. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I like, need, I like I obviously going to the supermarket. Oh, come on. You can't find romans everywhere. <laughs> Girl, calm your tits. No, you, you want to go to a store and, and get yeah, out. Yeah, once a in a while, but not for your everyday activities. It's not something that I have time to do or energies to do. You know what I'm saying? So now, yeah, I go once in a while, I go to the supermarket, but I don't do it every time. Maybe two out of ten times i go yeah. physically but not every time um yeah uh, a funny thing about um illegal things in morocco uh -huh. so right now currently it is the month of ramadan and for those of you who don't know what ramadan is it's a it's a it's, it's the holy month um for the islamic uh, religion uh where they fast the entire day um so no eating no smoking, no drinking, nothing. First day of Ramadan was this Sunday, uh, like a couple days ago. And I woke up, right? I went to the, uh, I was going to the restaurant. I had a couple meetings and um, on the way, I grabbed myself a cup of coffee. I lit a cigarette and I was strolling down the streets. Now it was empty because it was kind of early in the morning. Yeah. Um, but then one of my coworkers, uh, one of my colleagues pulled over and he was like, he was like frantically freaking out. I was like, well, what's up? And I was like, what are you doing? And I was like, what am I doing? What am I doing? Like, what's up? <laughs> is there something on my head? What is this? And he's like, and he's like, you can't drink or smoke or eat outside. You'll be, you'll be, you'll get picked up by, by the cops. And I was like, what? It was like, yeah, it's like disrespectful and illegal. They could take you to jail for it. And I was like... Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. Yes, yeah, This is some next that. level shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> this Can is some I next level you? shit. Wow. My brother was, was here Yeah. Um, last weekend. And we had a great time. Went to a party and stuff. And my, my brother, we all love to drink. And I told him, Niv, don't do trouble in the streets. Like, don't walk when you're drunk in the street what is is he like, supposed to like fly when he's drunk what do you mean you don't walk when you're drunk? I don't, no no <laughs> like if, if you're drunk like don't show people that you are drunk if you're okay, uber or lyft don't show people that you're drunk 
All right, all right, fair enough. Because my, because you know, you get in a, the police, the, the police, uh, to a police, to a taxi in Israel, and you start mumbling with a, with your driver, and it's getting funny and good vibes, you know, when you drive yeah, and talk yeah, to yeah. you, and it's very friendly. It's and, a great oh, experience. Drunk, oh, <laughs> where you've been, you know, what you did, where you're going. No, but, yeah. but here, but here, it's not like I, one time I put a mask on. Okay, like here, it's like. You need to put the mask in when you're taking Lyft or Uber, but yeah. it's not like if if you ask the driver, so you don't even, you don't have to put the mask. Yeah, like you need to ask the driver, like and some of them, yeah. So so one time I put the mask on and I was on the phone, so I took it a bit down, but it was on me. Yeah. To breathe, you know, the 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 driver reported me that i was not wearing a mask and they blocked my app for 24 hours oh my god no way <laughs> yes <laughs> son of a bitch what? who are you <laughs> i'm gonna kill you motherfucker <laughs> Jesus. and they sent me you know the, the app sent me a push it's ever it's okay it's, it happens to everybody please make sure it doesn't happen again uh, alright girl, I'll yeah. be sure to wear my mask, I guess. Yeah, well, I will wear my mask. Now I'm freaking out every time I, I, I'm taking a Lyft or Uber and always the driver was like, no, no, no need though, you don't need, you don't need. <laughs> okay. Yeah, thank you. I, just, I got reported once. Yeah. That's enough. That's Damn. enough. What a fucking douche. Who does that? Yeah, well, there are people like that in the world, you know. You just gotta... Fuck yeah. move on. <laughs> yeah, so true. Anyways, I think we touched so, on uh, like most of the very important things. Um, I do personally want to record another episode where we where I talk about um, how to make it efficient to move different different countries and how to cope with uh, certain stuff on a more. Deep Let's level. do that. I I uh, would be honored. Yeah, so uh, we'll we'll get working on that. But in the meantime, this is this is our time. Nitsan, thank you so much for joining me. Thank uh, you for having me. I'm. It's a pleasure to have you, whenever. And uh, I hope you come back soon, or we I see we too. see each other at some point. You know. You can the 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 most reasonable thing that you will come here and let's make it happen. Yesterday. Um, okay, fine. <laughs> I'll work on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the meantime for you guys you i will leave nitsan's links down below you go drop her a follow show her some support because uh, she's one of us and uh she deserves it so <laughs> let's do it but y'all thank you so much for listening i'll see you on the next episode nitsan i love your face thank you so much for coming i, I love you darling thank you for having me i love you too all right bye Bye.